Hey, it's London Alexandria. And Kirby Carroll. And you are listening to Let's Talk Creative. Do we now? <laughs> yes, we do. I mean, we already had our little pre-talk. <laughs> yeah, we, we pre, do that a lot. Our pre-podcast talk. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, first, what do you think about the BT Awards? I thought it was so good. I was okay. very impressed. I was too. This is like it was like one of the best ones in a long time. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, who was your favorite performance? Mmm, I really liked Chloe and Halle, of course. Yeah. Um. Who else? I thought that um, Roddy Rich. I, oh, I Roddy like Rich him. Did, do, uh, did do well. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. Meg did really good. The whole oh, and of course Meg. Yes, the whole desert thing. I was like, yes. okay. And Meg did well. Who else? Um, I didn't really like Chloe and Halle too, and I've been loving their album. Like mm-hmm. I play it all the time. My sister. My sister called me up and said, why didn't we learn how to sing? I said, what are you talking about? She was like, we need to be Chloe and Hallie. I was like, girl, we haven't missed our time. <laughs> we haven't missed our time. But yes, I really like their performance. Um, and who else? The baby. I know, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be, I still like the baby, but after, you know, he hit that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It kind of died down. But I still loved his performance. Um, yes. Who else? What do you think about Amanda Seal as the host? You know, I think she did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really though mm-hmm. loved her outfit changes. Oh yeah, her fashion was on point. Mm-hmm. That like it was really cute, and I loved how they had her in the different like old like BT show yes. sets like Rap yes. City and, and yeah, that was so cute. Yeah, that was good. I did. You're right though. I did like her outfits a lot. Did you? Um, who else had a good? Oh, I didn't see Beyonce at the end. Oh, really? I yes, Beyonce, she, oh, she looks so like, I, majestic. Like, it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I was so mad. Like, I literally, I think I just had walked away. I was in my room. Um, and I had told my sister she came for the weekend. And I told her, I was like, um, oh, my God, I miss Beyonce. And I came back and it was like, it was gone. I was like, why, oh. why would she be what I missed? But I still like the show. Yeah, I literally um, stopped watching after Beyonce. Yeah, that's what I was supposed to do. I don't know how I missed it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Because it was getting late. I was tired. You know, sometimes war shows like to go on and on and on. I know. And they like to save the the very um, best for last. Yeah. And so... Yeah. So... But shout out to um, BET, though, because that must have, they really did well with that. Because a lot of people are adjusting to COVID. Mm-hmm. And I don't like seeing all these Zoom calls on TV. It's not, it's just not my preference. I just be looking at it like, okay, I, you know, we do <laughs> enough with work. I just, I don't know. I know, like, Housewives did, and it was so funny, but mm-hmm. that did well, too. But a whole bunch of them, it seems like a lot of people are just doing Zoom interviews and Zoom shows. It's just a lot. But I think BT did well with, like, adjusting and still making it, like, good, you know? Yeah. And of course, you can tell that 
you know, they pre-recorded like those performances because they they look like legit music videos. They really did. They really, really did. It they was so good. good. It was mm-hmm. so good. No, yeah. Shout out to BT. <laughs> God, I haven't said that in so long. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love BT for real, but you know, I was so hurt when it took me and Mary Jane off. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. So what else been going on? Uh, what else has been going on? Nothing much, girl. I told you I started my new job. It keeps me very, very busy, but I like it. It's like a new app that's coming out. So doing all their like PR and, you know, some content creation type stuff. But it's fun. It's, it's literally stuff I like to do. Like I be writing commercials all day and like um, reaching out to, you know, different blogs and stuff. It's fun. It's stuff that I, I've done for free. So it's nice to get paid, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Um, you know, working. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm trying to do more with my blog. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a potential uh, collaboration. Oh, nice! That I'm working on. So yeah, that's been fun. I just got the product yesterday, so I'll let you know how that goes. Um, yeah. So doing that, and um, you know, just working on myself. Like you know, before I was saying that with COVID. You know, for a while, I was in this, like, sad, almost depressing state, I guess. Um, just just being at home all day, every day with the lack of human interaction. Right. Um, but now, I feel much better. Like, That's you know, good. and I think because I've been keeping myself occupied. Like, you know, working out, of course. And, yes. you know, yeah. doing, like, my own little what are projects. And, you know, taking more um, responsibility at... At work, so I've been trying to find things that makes me um, happy and, and anticipate, you know, happy, um, excited about. So that is so good. And yes, you do. I we all okay. Well, y'all, we just went out for a little while, but <laughs> me, London, oh. our friend Dante, our friend Brittany, we all went out for a little while. We stayed in the house, but we just needed a little bit. And <laughs> um, we all told her we were like, okay, let me with the body. She slimmed down. She's been. Using oh her- my gosh! <laughs> we was like, yes. So, um, <laughs> look, y'all. It, it, I was like, this is motivating. Let me find out people are dropping weight in quarantine because all I've been seeing on the gram is like, look, y'all. We just gonna all gain fifteen pounds and keep moving. But <laughs> but you know what though? Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody is like in that mindset. Like, oh, I cannot gain yeah. weight. Yeah, and so. I've been seeing a lot of people, like, losing weight or not gaining any weight. I have to. I have to. And it's like, because I put on, it's like I had lost, like, uh, like 15 pounds. And I put on a few. And then I got to the point I was like, okay, I got to stop because I'm not getting back to where I was. And it's so easy with quarantine just being in the house. And so, yeah, same thing. I think it's, I think it is having a little bit of a reverse effect. Like, I'm in the house mm-hmm. so much, so let me go walk or let me go, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, like, lately I haven't eaten you know my potato chips i told you girl like i I like salty things and potato chips is my go-to and for some reason lately i've been craving dessert so and i'm usually not a dessert person so um hopefully that don't take me out though (laughs) girl and i'm the opposite (laughs) i love sweets like that's my kryptonite i'm actually i'm trying to decide like you know, August 19th will be my 30th. And I'm Yay. like, girl, so Big many emotions. Three, oh, 30, so 30. many emotions. So many emotions. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll do a diet like leading up to my birthday. So I don't know if I'm going to do like no sugar or what I'm going to do. But 
that if that isn't, that's gonna be hard because <laughs> I, I always crave sweets. So that should be interesting. I will say, yeah, I don't know if you should do the no sugar thing uh-huh. before your birthday because if you plan on like going to the winery, yeah, you know, the, you may get sick because you oh. haven't been drinking because you know that ha- yeah. wine has sugar. So you may not be able to drink as much as you want. Okay, so we're going to change that. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely drinking for my 30th. Maybe I'll do like light sugar and no meat again. No meat did really well for me. It's just such, it makes, it's just such an adjustment because I feel like I have to cook so much more. And not saying I don't like to cook sometimes, but when I do no meat, I find myself cooking a lot more because I'm just like, I can, like I can just go buy something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but maybe I'll try that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So have you been paying attention to social media, like all the different conversations uh, surrounding um, diversity? Like, you know, we as black people have been asking for the arrest of the the cops of um, that killed Breonna Taylor and, you know, just so many other things. And and it's like Hollywood Mm -hmm. is like, oh, we're going to stop. We're going to take down episodes of like. TV shows that show mm-hmm. white characters in blackface and, mm-hmm. you know, all these other things. And, you know, a lot of us, I don't know if everyone is saying this, but I know I've seen a lot of um, black people on social media saying, like, we're not asking <laughs> for right. that. We just want right. you to give us, like, real, like, justice. justice. Like, yeah. You know, like, with the Golden Girls scene, like, they, they were wearing mud masks. Which oh, happened, and they were like, God. "We're going to remove this show and if y'all because don't leave it's blackface." Go- <laughs> yeah. And y'all leave Golden Girls alone, okay? Like, first of all, I I agree in the sense that like it's good, like if there's ways that they can be better in, on certain platforms or different things. Like, by all means, sure. Like, why not? Like, it should have been like that anyway, you know. But I agree. Like, it's almost like some of the stuff is kind of like disrespectful. Like, okay, like. We'll change the Aunt Jemima syrup, but we still killing y'all. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Like, I'm cool with the syrup. Like, it's certain, again, nothing wrong with changing it, but it's just one of those things where I think some of it is almost like deflection and that's not okay. And I think they're like trying to just change our focus. Like, yeah. you know, and that's not okay. So, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot. I do think it's really nice to see how, like, um, I guess just how aware some people are being. And I, I'm also noticing my friends who aren't saying anything. More so my white friends, because I mean, I hate to say that, but you know, my black friends, we deal with it the way we want to deal with it, just to be mm-hmm. real. But some of my white friends, I, I did kind of expect them to speak up by now, and they haven't. And that's a little strange to me. And it just kind of, it's weird, because it's like, does this not matter to you? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but... Yeah, it, it's just it's just really... I like that people are more aware. I like that things are heading in the right direction. But there's some things that I'm like, okay, like, I don't get how some of this stuff hasn't changed. Like, and I'm just... I'm scared that we're... I don't want us to lose focus on what is the most important, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't mm. have any white friends anymore. <laughs> I, mean, so I, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I have very few. I mean, but the few that I do have, I'm like, okay. 
hey, you know. I will um, say the the white people that mm-hmm. I know and mm-hmm. that um, because I mean I'm not gonna lie, it is very few now. Like yeah. I, I grew up like in South Carolina, it was predominantly white area, and like yeah. you know, pretty much. Everybody in high school, like, you know, mm-hmm. it was majority white. And so, yeah. like, I was used to being around mm-hmm. in that environment. Mm-hmm. But I really don't talk to a lot of, like, yeah. people from high school, yeah. period, like, black or white. Yeah. So, um, I I don't, wouldn't say that I necessarily have a lot of white friends, but there are some that um, I guess I'm cool with, you mm-hmm. know, when I see them will speak and, you know, I follow on social media, they follow me. Right. And, and I've actually seen them come out and, and say stuff. Well, that's good. And I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, mine is more like, I mean, not now, as you know, like, but prior to that, like, a lot of my, like, work stuff has been very, like, mixed. So, you know, it'd be like, oh, okay, like, you know, these people I'm around every day and a lot of times they'll different. So, they, you know, they become my friends, but it is different because I've had... And some people feel like this is even controversial because, like, even this guy I knew at my um, old job, like, he was, like, a whole Republican, like, conservative. And, like, sometimes he would say things that I didn't agree with. And we would get in, not necessarily arguments, but I would definitely say, like, heated discussions, you know? Mm-hmm. But we were cool. Like, and I remember telling my dad about something. My dad was like, how do you call this guy a friend? Like, and, I, and that sometimes is interesting, too, because it's like, yeah, like, if we have these great conversations, I think we're cool. Like, how can you feel this way? Like, you know, so I don't know. That kind of stuff can be difficult. And it's just, it's hard because it's like, you don't want to get to a point where you can't hear other, like, thoughts or, like, opinions that are different than yours. But it is a certain line where it's like, you know, <laughs> like, if you're supporting somebody who's a racist, it's kind of like, I can't just rock with you. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's weird. But, I mean, most of my, like, people that I would consider friends that aren't black aren't, like, on that level at all. Like, I th- that's more like an associate, like, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's weird. It's weird when people don't, like, speak up. And, and, and again, not necessarily, I hate to say it like this, but not necessarily, like, black people. Because I feel like we could deal in our own way. If we want to get up and protest, cool. Mm-hmm. We want to donate, cool. We want to just be like, wow, it's a lot. I'm getting off social media for a month. That's cool, too. Like, mm-hmm. but it's happening to us so that's like different (laughs) you know yeah so yeah and a lot of people um are making a fuss about the confederate flag and it's so funny because like i said i I grew up in a majority white area and like i knew a lot of white Mm -hmm. people who had like the confederate flags and whatnot and some that i was actually i guess cool with yeah like which is it's it's strange it's it's to say that but i remember like in middle school it was this white girl Mm -hmm. who she was one of those those white girls who um i wouldn't say she only hung out with black people but she was cool Mm -hmm. with me and another black girl and like we would always eat lunch together yeah and i know she sometimes would wear this shirt that had Mm -hmm. a confederate flag on it and we would be like girl you know what's up with that and she was like you know what people are saying white people are saying today oh it's my heritage like my great granddad whoever fallen whatever and it's just kind of like but they were fighting to keep slavery Slavery. (laughs) like it's a and it's a battle flag anyway like it's you i'm surprised that the u.s didn't ban the flag anyway because it was um, it was a battle flag. Right. You know, they were trying to... So true. Yeah. yeah you know, they yeah. were trying to leave the union. Yeah. It, it was a disrespect, 
of disrespectful flag if you want to look at it that way right maybe that may make more sense to them instead of us just saying oh it's a racist flag because they act like they they don't understand that girl i'm happy you said that argument because i'm gonna use it (laughs) my mom actually um brought that to my attention i was like you know what you're right that's very true (laughs) i think sometimes they can't like digest the slavery part so like let me tell you about this what if you're being disloyal to your country. Yeah. I you think of that. Like, yeah, because it's just, it's weird. It's so weird. I took you out to a whole argument. Oh, yeah. In my neighborhood with this man. Like, girl, I was literally walking. No, I wasn't. I was going to my car, and he was walking his dog. The dog was just staring at me. So, can I pet your dog? Yeah, I sit there. I pet the dog. I'm talking to him. He's asking me about what I do, and I'm low-key. He low-key acting like he's trying to flirt. And I'm like, sir, you're old. Leave me alone. But I'm also polite. So I'm trying to be nice. And then he just starts saying, like, yeah, like, um, you know, what do you do? So I tell him I'm writing and stuff, and I love to bring my dog to the park. Girl, he goes into this whole thing about, well, be careful, because writing, that's how all these stories start, and people start believing everything. Like, I'll tell you, I'm a conservative, and people are making up. (laughs) And people are making up stories, and making up a false enemy and I'm like well I don't think it's a false enemy and it just went someplace else and I was actually very uncomfortable because I don't want to get into argument with anybody who knows where I live like yeah. you know that like yeah. you just never know how crazy people are and mm-hmm. it's just interesting because we have to be careful because these people are looking for reasons to argue because I literally came up to say the dog was cute and like I don't know how we got from there to there but it just shows how I think hungry they are to just like jump so it's like you just got to be careful. But, yeah, it's it's so many different things that people are w- realizing and trying to change their ways about. Because just like I said, that story, a lot of people who are also becoming aware and like, wow, I didn't know that, but I'm going to change this. Or I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I don't do that. Um, even like in Hollywood, like we were talking about, like, um, what, what happened with Lena Dunham again? Yeah, so Lena Dunham has been, and this is actually going into the topic that we're going to be discussing today. Um, Lena Dunham was recently trending on Twitter um, because the Hollywood Reporter um, actually uh, reported this in 2017 that she was 23 years old when she sold her HBO show Girls um, with only a page and a half long pitch without a character nor a plot and a lot of black people are like are you serious because you know we have to do so much to get so little and someone you know like her like that is you know people saw that as white privilege because she didn't even have characters or a plot and she was able to sell that show like how often do you hear that period you know like it's just that's it's ridiculous. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Um, girls, hit. That was my show. But <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just you better stand up for your show, girl. <laughs> I just I don't want to lie, you know, and be like, oh, that's horrible. This might be like, but girl, you was just tweeting about the show, so I'm not gonna do that because I still be on HBO Go. But um, I do realize that, like, even like when it was out, and I think I told you about this. When um, I was in grad school, like literally I talked about, I forget what the assignment was, but for whatever reason I was referencing girls and they literally, it was actually a white girl who said to me like, how can you support this show so much when it has like no representation? I mean, look at it. You're not even represented. There's no black women. 
And I felt away because I'm like, I oh, know, can you say that? But but she had a good point, you know. Um, but I just kind of feel like I don't like when white or not even white, just other races like create black characters and just like write them and they don't know our voice unless mm-hmm. there's another black writer in the room or they have experiences enough that they could understand our voice. Mm-hmm. But if not, I don't like that. So I really just watch a show with people that I can't, you know, necessarily relate to, but I relate to their situation. Like, you know? Yeah, and that's been another big discussion about the lack of diversity in the writing rooms. Yeah. Um, as well as, like, now a lot of white actors are stepping down playing um, voices of of certain cartoon characters which I didn't even know <laughs> right. that they were um voicing black characters. Right. Right. Which is crazy to me because you would think that you would want to get a black person to voice a black character. Exactly. <laughs> on exactly. The show. Like, yeah, I don't I, I just don't get that. Like It's weird. It's very weird. It's like I don't know. It's it's just it's strange. Like if I wrote a black character like why would I not get a black person like because they definitely wouldn't get a black person to play a white character ever (laughs) you know yeah so that's just that's just strange but yeah it's it's show that I just like you were saying I think there definitely needs to be more like black writers because I don't mind like we were talking about earlier your show used to like what was it the reality show oh the hills (laughs) yeah yes like shows like that like we just be um I don't know. It's like, unfortunately, there were so many shows where we weren't represented. Like, mm-hmm. that was the norm for us for a long time, and I'm happy that's finally changing. Because, um, I mean, Scandal ain't come out till we were in college. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we just didn't grow up on that. Unfortunately, not, I mean, I don't think dramas unless, you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, Moesha, of course, Martin, you know, mm-hmm. we had black shows, but I'm talking more in the, like, drama realm. We just didn't really have that. Yeah, we didn't really have that. And, um, you know, we were also talking about how, um, you know, as black people, we can watch, like, an all-white drama Mm -hmm. and like it Mm -hmm. and identify with, you know, the characters or, you know, the drama or whatever. Like, we can somewhat identify. But for white people, like, you know, they they can watch an all-black show and... Be like, oh, I don't get it. And just genuinely don't get it. Like, think about some of the classics we like. Like, we were just talking about the, okay, we were talking about, we were talking about Moesha just now, but like, the game. I, you know, I love the game. Yes, I started by watching that too. <laughs> Girl, I know. <laughs> I'm about to, I gotta start it again. But like, the game. That was a great show. But yes. when was the last time you heard somebody that wasn't black say they watched it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, that just doesn't happen. But how many of their shows, how many times did we watch Secret Life of the American Teenager and Pretty Little, what was it? Not Pretty, Pretty Little Thing. Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. All those shows, we watched them because, unfortunately, we are used to not being represented, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do like that that's changing. Yeah, and I will say, because I believe they were talking about The Hills, like this um, tweet that I saw um, about, you know, that show was, it was white privilege, Mm -hmm. you know, like they were able to get like these cool internships at these bomb magazines Mm -hmm. and um, they lived in like Hollywood. They were, I mean, they were like living 
like this privileged life yeah. and i remember like watching it mm-hmm. when i was younger yeah i enjoyed like that's one of my favorite reality shows still mm-hmm. like i don't yeah. i don't care judge me if you want but <laughs> that's still one of my favorite reality shows and it was one of my real my favorite reality shows because not only did i like mm-hmm. the people on the show but i really the lifestyle it was um I, it was something that I aspired yeah. to, like you know, the, Lauren Conrad, the main character. Yeah. You know, she went to fashion school. Okay. Lived in L.A. and she was interning at Teen Vogue. Oh so, wow! Yeah. So <laughs> me being in the media and wanting to be in the media during that time the yeah. show was on, that was just like inspiring. Like I was like, oh my gosh! Like this is I want to you know work yeah. in the media industry and. Yeah. You know, so I I was really enjoying mm-hmm. that show, like, because yeah. I got to see behind the scenes, like, right. her, even though a lot of stuff that came out later and said a lot of the stuff was staged. Oh, man. However, <laughs> I got to see her, mm-hmm. you know, in the office, like, yeah. working events and working mm-hmm. fashion shows. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it. Like, yeah. even, because I remember, like, saying, like, even to this day, like, there's certain moments with me working in media where I feel like, oh my gosh, she did something like that in the hills. Like, you know, and I'm doing that too. So, I mean, yeah, we can look at, you know, other people and be inspired, like other races and like watch their shows and be able to identify somewhat with their, their show and like, you know, their characters their their storyline, whatever. But I do agree. Yeah. Still, we need to have more diversity because, you know, can you imagine if it was like they were all black? We, we, first of all, think about how like impactful that would have been for us. It would have been great to see that. Um, and two, I just wonder if some of these stuff would have got the support it's got. I really don't think so. Like, it could have been the exact same storyline, the same you know, premise, whatever, similar characters, and it still would have been, I, it just wouldn't. I mean, and I have to remind myself even now because I really, really love Insecure. And, excuse me, there was actually, <laughs> there was actually um, this uh, guy, excuse me, this guy I know who, a white guy who um, I was talking about Insecure. This is like bad, but I was talking about Insecure. And I remember him being like, just listening, uh, another friend just like listening, being like, oh, what's up? Yeah, I heard she started on YouTube. And I was like, have you ever seen, we talked about, we used to work together. We talked about TV shows every day. Like literally he used to, like TV and movies, we had a lot in common. So he used to tell me different shows to watch, I'd watch them. He literally made me a playlist of all this music to listen to, all these different things. I said, mentioned Insecure. He was like, well, you know, that's not really, I wouldn't get it. And I was Mm. like, I get, I know that that guy's not like any type of races or anything like that but it was just the fact like but we watch like stuff about aliens and it's okay like but he couldn't for like 30 minutes and mm-hmm. it was just interesting because like i said i don't that's because i don't know if he listens because he's a great guy we're friends but at the same time it was just weird that like with all the stuff that somehow we're able to find connections Mm-hmm. The one show that it was starred, like a black woman, black cast, it was just like, oh, I probably won't get it. But yeah, I heard it's great. <laughs> yeah. That's weird to me. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. And like I said, that's one of the ones that I think is one of the good ones. So imagine it with people who already have like negative connotations. Like, you know, it's just yeah. weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's super weird. Um, cause I had like I don't remember mm-hmm. who I was talking to, but I think it was like the premiere of Insecure or the season finale. I can't remember which one it was, uh-huh. but I was telling like a nun black person about it because they were like oh i remember now yeah i was volunteering and um at the which i haven't volunteered since covid but i, I actually do miss going there Aww. um i was volunteering this place and um it was this white girl we were talking about things that we were doing for the weekend and i was like oh yeah um sunday is the the premiere the season premiere i think it was insecure mm-hmm. and she was like oh you know, what's that? You know, like she, you know, never heard of it. And I was telling her about it. She was like, oh, it sounds cool. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Because it's like they really don't know right. these shows or they're, you know, may have heard of it, but they don't take time to actually. Right. To watch them. Yeah. Even if they're hearing all these great things about them, which we would never do. We hear a show's good. Oh, okay, cool. I'll check it out. Like, mm-hmm. but that's why I think it is important that, you know, Lord willing, I get to the place one day where I can, like, write on a show like like some of the ones we've mentioned. And hopefully someone helps, like, I don't know, helps me get in the door. And hopefully with the stuff I'm doing now and you're doing now, we can help bring other people in, too. Because that's how it actually happens. I was talking to my mom the other day. And, um, I mean, I guess I can say it because I guess it'll be out by the time I'm talking about it. But the, um, I'm working on a commercial and a lot of the talent I use was from a different project. And I was saying, when she was like, is that okay? You know, that's great because I know, you know, they're amazing, but is that okay to do it? And I'm like, yeah, I hope so. I mean, when, you know, if, if it's a way that they believed in me for a project where I couldn't give them as much as I wanted to, now hopefully if it's a different budget, then yeah, I want to provide opportunities for them too. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what we just do, like, in the creative field in general. Like, oh, you know, if anyone, if I talk to anyone and they need a writer, they need an editor, they need a screenwriter, I'm going to go my friend London. Like, why would I not? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I know you would do the same for me. Like, you know, and I think that's just what we do. Um, but I also realized that makes it, <laughs> and I've seen this, um, this is a, kind of a, a little sidebar, but like, I've seen that from the other side too, like even in corporate cultures. Like I, I remember when I worked at Cox, I learned that they only hire from outside 11%. Mm-hmm. 11%. And they're in, I forget how many markets they're in, but like a lot. Like people just, move around and I mean mm-hmm. I can't lie I did that too but it's so I can't say it's not that it's like bad but it just I think that whether it's like in indie culture like in media in corporate cultures you you know it's always relationships you know so yeah I think that's very important um cause you know especially in like corporate settings or yeah. you know even you know working in media or in Hollywood or whatever, it's like a lot of times it may it's harder to get yeah into the door right. But once right. you get in the door, yeah, you know it's a lot easier. And mm-hmm. I know from like me personally, like my experiences, like mm-hmm. you know just working in um in the media, like magazine publishing, yeah, um, blogging world, yeah. Um, the positions that I had, mm-hmm. like, I always tried to, whenever there was an opportunity, like, I always reached out to people that I knew who, you know, were looking for the same type of opportunity or who I thought would be good for that yeah. um, opportunity because I would want that person to do that 
you know, for me of and course. like, you know, I'm always trying to help people out. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't mind doing that. Right. Of course. You know, I, I think you're supposed to. You are. Yeah. To do that. So yeah. I've definitely done that like countless of times and I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm still going to be helping my peers because, you know, I want us all to win. Yeah. You know, uh, I want us to all reach our goals because, you know, it's hard out here. It is hard out here. I feel yeah. the same way. I feel the same way. And I know people have done the same for me because there's been some times like, girl, are, mm-hmm. are you in between gigs? Yeah, can you be here tomorrow? I sure can in some dress pants and let's just do it. Like, you know, and that's because somebody called and said, hey, why don't you try this? Or, um, I remember it was this contract role. I was doing like a contract PR um, for a kind of big company. And I sat in the interview and I think I did well in the interview. But then the girl said, what school did you go to? And I said, Clark Atlanta. She went to Clark Atlanta. She was like, oh. <laughs> and it was just like, and that's another thing. Your, use your network. Use your resources. We found out that not only did we both go to CAU, but we were like a year apart. Apparently we just didn't know each other, which is very weird because Clark and Mass Media was kind of small. But that's besides the point. But literally it was like, oh, okay, never mind. I found out like a few hours later I got it. And I think that's another thing. Yeah. Like, just we, I think we really look out for each other. Like whatever your thing is, whether it's like, of course, there's always the HBCUs, but then more specifically your schools. You know your network like join it's i mean i know we are now with covid but you know we always try to give some type of advice or you know like actionable item type thing and i know it's weird now with covid but like i definitely think it's it's okay to like get involved with different groups because that stuff does help <laughs> like mm-hmm. It's just like you just never know. I mean, that was a clear example because of Clark, but there's been other times that it's just like, oh, you know this person. You text the person, they speak well of you. Oh, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. especially in Atlanta because Atlanta is really only 10 people. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Small. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah, I <laughs> agree with that. You know, even just working on like projects with other people. Yeah. You know, you can meet others and, um, you have the opportunity to, uh, you know, learn, like, get new opportunities, like, yeah. new gigs based off of, like, different projects right. where you meet people from. And, you know, that's always cool. Yeah. Um, And it's always, and also, like, when you are doing that, of course, you also want to make sure that you are making good relationships with these people. Like, you don't, you know, you want people to want to recommend you for things. So yeah. you don't want to you know, come off like mean or, you know, assholey or something, you know, because you want to make sure to, in order to build those connects, you know, you have to you know, be a likable person or like, you know, something. Yes. And it's hard finding that middle too because I've been in some situations where I have to be super like businessy, but then when you're too businessy, like people ain't going to be like, you want to go to happy hour? Because they're like, I don't know, like, can she come to happy hour? You know, it's just weird. Like you can't be too business. (laughs) Because then it's like, I don't know if I can really kick back around her. And then if you're too relaxed, Mm -hmm. you ain't inviting to the meetings and the, you know, the lunches. Because they're like, I don't know what she's going to do. It's like hard to find that like, yeah, you know, that middle. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's something I think I'm still working on. Like, I think, you know what I mean? It's, it's something I'm still work. I don't think it's perfected yet. Because I think there is a, like, Really? I know. I, I, it sounds crazy. I mean, 
I think I do okay with it. I was going to say, how do you think you come off, like, too businessy? I think in some settings I do, just because, um, just because, like, like, I don't know, like, right after school, the roles I got were, like, it was, like, sales, but it was advertising, and they just wanted you to be very, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it was very, like, buttoned up, suit and tie, like, that was the kind of culture, and, um... When you didn't, it just didn't go well. Like, I can't, I don't want to, it's not even nothing bad on the company because, like, I actually like that company, but it was just like they, they had a certain image they wanted you to be, like, very, like, corporate and whatever. And sometimes when I felt like I wasn't that, I almost felt like I messed up. So, because of that, now sometimes I act like that Mm -hmm. and it's hard to, or I'm on the other side. If I'm around my peers, I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna be me. But then you have to also remember, okay, this is still business. Like, you know, it's just a hard, for the most part, I think I figured it out. But if there are times, like, with new, like, people and stuff, I'm like, okay, which which side are we going? Like, you know, are we going friendly, Kirby? Are we going super friendly? It's just that middle, I guess. It's always awkward, mm-hmm. you know, when you are in certain environments at first and you're trying to get get the vibe of, like, yeah. how everything is, how yeah. everyone is, because you don't know, should I be, like, super professional, yeah. or can I be a little relaxed? Like, I've been yeah. in a lot of those, I'm sure a lot of people have, but, like, yeah. I've been in a lot of those situations. Like, even, you know, my business trip, I know it doesn't sound like a business trip, but when I went to the Virgin <laughs> Islands, um, it was a business trip. Oh, I was there, was <laughs> I was there um, enjoying myself, yes, but I was participating in... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. ahead. Um, It was their festival, which is like, you know, the carnival. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was my first time ever experiencing carnival. Mm -hmm. And um, I was there to write about it and, like, you know, soak in the culture and just be able to, you know, talk about my experience. Yeah. So that was super fun. But (laughs) even something like that. I was, at first, I wasn't sure, like, how... Yeah, how I could... Yeah! How professional I needed to be in in advice or, like, not be. Right. Because we were in this fun island. It was was carnival, like, you know, drinks, everything, like, dancing. I mean, like... And I didn't know, like, appropriate, um, should I, like, I just didn't want to come off like I was just super duper, yeah. like, fun and, re- and relaxed. Like, I didn't really care. Like, I wasn't professional. Right, right. But I was able to find a happy medium. And That's I was, good. And I was glad about that because everybody was just so cool and, like, yeah. they'd be like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, it was whatever. When I say we were drinking, like, every night. Oh, yeah. Like, um... And of course, the actual carnival, like, um, Joe, was it, dang, Joe, Jove? I feel so bad now. Okay. But I've, but, um, cause I forget exactly what it is. Sorry, mm-hmm. my Highland people, if you are listening to this. But that was my <laughs> first time doing that. And so, um, even that, like, that was like a, basically a party, like, on the street. Oh, wow. Um, and so it was fun. And so, yeah, you just have to find that, that happy medium. Side note, I, I miss going to the beach and stuff yeah. and, like, being in the water. Girl, I miss so I just told this to somebody, like, the other day. Like, I just miss the water. Like, Me too. I just miss. I want to And I don't want to go to the lake. No, like, I, I do not want to go to the <laughs> like, lake. I want a real beach. And you know what? This is, <laughs> this is going to be, since we're telling stories, I'll never <laughs> forget, like, what this was. I'm, I probably have told you this because I literally have like flashbacks where I go back to this and get embarrassed. Like I, I when I was working at this one company again contracting, 
I was so professional all the time. Like, and getting all my work done. I remember they left me like a greeting card on my desk that literally was like a thank you card. Like we, cause I was contracting. So the team was new. So they were like, well, you know, I know we haven't worked with you long, but we just wanna let you know, we appreciate all you've done and your demeanor. And it was just such, I was like so proud of myself. And then shout out to my friend Victoria, if she listened. My friend Victoria came on a weekend and she's from DC. That was like who I lived with in grad school. And I remember we went to, this was like a couple summers ago, maybe one summer ago, I don't know. But we went to brunch, one of the fun brunches, you know, the brunches, brunches. Yeah. We drank so much mimosas. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I was drinking Long Island. Like, <laughs> like it was nothing. Like mimosas and Long Island. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I knew it was time to go because at one point my shoe broke. And that's when I was like, time to go home. Like, it just got real. Mm -hmm. And I remember I came home. This is what kills me. I came home and I went to sleep, like, immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I watched Insecure because I hadn't watched it because, remember, it was a Sunday. It was brunch. Mm -hmm. So I watched Insecure. And I felt fine. Like, I literally passed out. I woke up at 5, watched this girl. And I was like, okay, well, now it's like 5.36. So let me shower, get dressed, go to work. I was so drunk. <laughs> Still at work. Oh, really? I don't know what. I was texting my friend Victoria like, girl, I love you, but I hate you. Like, and she was like, girl, I'm on the plane drunk. But I'm like, you're on the plane. Like, I'm at work. And it was... And I remember my boss just kept asking me, Kerber, are you okay? Are you? And I just felt like everybody could see it. I felt off. I was, I remember I was leaning on my desk and my boss was like, are you, one of my coworkers was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And it was just so like, that is literally, because I feel like the podcast is a safe space. That was literally. And you don't work there anymore. And I don't work there anymore. And they still love me, by the way. They actually mm -hmm. wrote me a recommendation, so it's all good. But that day, I was so embarrassed. It's like, I couldn't even function I was it was just so bad and I promise you I felt fine like I remember watching Insecure like oh I'm good like mm -hmm. let me go shower I'm just you know throwing some makeup and I'm getting to work and being like what and the the it just hit and it was terrible it was so terrible so when we were talking about professionalism that just triggers that memory because literally like you know you have those things that you're like so embarrassed about that's on my list because I do really really value my professionalism and I was doing so well with that team. And I just, I know that, I know at the end of the day, it's let's say it was like 90 days, that most they'll probably remember the 89 days versus the one. But that one was bad. <laughs> I was lit. So luckily, you know, the coworkers end up, and that's where like funny, you know, end up being like, Kirby, what happened? what happened last night? And it just ended up being like a laughing thing. But I remember thinking like, I don't really know y'all like that. Like, I don't really want to be having drunk jokes with y'all yeah. you know like it's weird and that's probably like one of my worst like professionalism stories oh my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think I've uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily have that I don't first of all I don't know if I've ever <laughs> been drunk the next day like after like drinking the night before yeah it was terrible yeah yeah um, I will I'll just say this mm-hmm I did have a job uh -huh. that no matter whenever we had work events, yeah, everybody was always drunk. Uh -huh. And I just, I didn't understand. Like, <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, if I go to this work event, I just know yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what, it, I don't know if they're the... If people like made the drink strong that day, like 
I don't know what it was, yeah. but it was like every time it never failed, I was just like, oh my God. Like, um, I mean, and like everybody would just be messed up. Yeah. Like, that's, that's hard. Because then you come back to work and it's like, are we supposed to act like yesterday didn't happen? Like, that's weird. But the only thing about, but see, that particular job, it was very relaxed. Though. Oh, okay. It okay. was t- t- too, too okay. relaxed. Okay. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it it was one of those environments where like anything okay. like goes. Yeah, okay, so and that's so not yeah, and so I like to have a balance. Yeah, you I know, need a balance. I need a balance. I need a balance. <laughs> I need a balance. Same. Like I don't, cause I don't. Don't get me wrong. I've made some good friends that were like coworkers. Like, mm-hmm. um, but usually I do try to separate a little bit. Like I don't necessarily want. I mean. Obviously, it's different in, like, work situations. Like, we're, different, we're working on, like, projects and stuff. But I mean, like, in, like, nine-to-five work stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not that I can't make friends from that. I mean, if that happens, that's great. But in my experience, it's usually a little bit of a separation. Mm-hmm. Is that how yours is, too? Yeah, um, yeah. I try to keep a separation. Yeah. Um, like, I was I shared with you before mm-hmm. with, like, the job that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I have... The writers, and yeah. then you know it's me, and then it's like upper management, yeah. and so you know I it, it is kind of sometimes a weird place to be in, right? Because a lot of the writers, like you know, we're around the same age, but I feel like I can't be super like yeah. playful or talk about certain like I mean we talk about certain topics because we work in media, like we cover certain stories, yeah. And we have conversations, like right. side conversations about these stories, like, yeah. you know, the ratchet ones included. Yeah. But, you know, I do feel like I have to still be professional yeah. and, um, you know, not try to get too, like, you know, hey girl type yeah. Yeah. of um, relationship because although we're around the same age, like, you know, I'm still they're superior and I want them to be able to still respect me as such. Yeah. I don't want it to be like the lines blurred. Yeah, yeah. You know, because to me, that's where trouble, right? you know, happens. Right. And then I got to cut somebody out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I try to keep um, keep it separate. I get that. They actually, the, the new job I'm in, which I like very much, I told you, it's like black owned and the whole thing. And they're just cool. But the girl who is actually like, well, a woman who was actually like senior to me, we're like around the same age range. The same thing is different because that's what that's like a first for me. But mm-hmm. the same thing, like yeah, I, you know, you're like you're senior to me. I'm gonna respect you and treat you as such. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I'm very like you know, I, it's easy, especially when people are in your age range, to get very hey girl. But I'm like no, like you're my boss, so I'm gonna make sure you know I carry yeah. it that way. So yeah, I mean, I think that just comes with like time I, I get that that you have to kind of like watch that you know so yeah is this the first black owned company you worked for i'm so excited yes it is oh my god <laughs> i know i'm very very excited i'm like wow i'd be so like when they were talking about like duh, 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 like different things like with investments i'm like wow this is like going back to you like this is great like yeah mm-hmm. it's a different um feeling for me yeah unfortunately i've never had that okay yeah, I've worked for several different black companies, so. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah, no, I'm very excited. I wish, I'm, I'm looking, like, I'm looking forward to it. Like, my dad was asking about it the other day, and I was like, yeah, like, I don't have anything negative. Like, I'm excited, you know, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I think about it, even, like, the seven companies that I worked for, like, uh, they were 
it was started by a black woman. Really? Mm-hmm. One yeah. of them. The no, first I'm, one I did, yeah. I'm really going back and thinking and like, no. Like, I mean, no. you I, Like, you know, I worked for Clear Channel. And unfortunately, I found out later on that Clear Channel, you know, which is now like iHeartRadio. Like, I like that company. I had great experience with them. I actually found a lot of their boarders, like, really, like, Trump supporters and stuff. Like, I didn't know that by the time. But that, and then, I mean, I liked Cox a lot, too. But, um, and they actually have a lot of really good people, like, in their scene. But same thing, like, no. Like, for whatever reason, like, I mean, of course, I've done, like, contract work for, like, entrepreneurs and stuff. But, like, uh, as a 9 to 5, it's the first. Mm, yeah. yeah, that should be cool. Um, but something I want. Oh, we have to get into the um our creative crush. You always think what I'm thinking. Yes, I was about to yes. ask you that. Mm-hmm. So our creative crush this week is um. Who? Wait a minute. Why are you making a face? No, no, because I was trying to think of who it was gonna be. Um, because I was deciding between like two different people. Okay. I think uh, I think I want to make our creative crush show. I don't know if you saw recently. I did an article on John Ellie, the guy who plays Issa's brother, and I wanted to make it him on Insecure. On Insecure, thank you. On Insecure, and he's gonna be our creative crush this week because I was, and I think I told you about this. I was actually kind of nervous for that interview, just because I'm like, oh my gosh, he knows Issa. We talk about Issa every day. Like, I want to make sure this doesn't suck. Like, when I, I was just doing all this research, I was nervous. I brought out all these questions. And when I got on the phone, he was literally just so, like, nice. Like, what's up? How you doing? Okay, Melanin. Just very, like, positive. And, like, every question I asked, he gave me, like, really, like, just, you could tell it was, like, genuine feedback. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his answer, we talked about, like, and I should have gotten into this a little bit. We even talked about how our dynamics with our family change as we get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about, like, when I was young, I didn't talk to my parents about anything with, like, dating. But now, like, I talked to him about that. Like, he was like, my parents are going through a divorce. So he talked to me about, like, talking to his mother about that and how he would have never talked to her. And I remember saying, like, you know, I, I remember asking, like, how do you feel about the separation? And I said, you know, Obviously, if you don't want to answer that, we can skip it. And he was just like, he paused and was like, you know what? You asked so I'm going to answer. He was, and you know, you know, everybody don't do that. He was just very receptive to like, you ask, I'm going to answer. And was just very, like, also gave me a lot of, like, assurance in the sense that we're all going through it. Because he was just talking about, um, you know, during the creative journey, how he had to work a lot of gigs. And how it was hard to talk to his family about exactly what he's doing. He, he mentioned what we talked about last week. He was like, sometimes his mom just is like... She just go back to school and I'm like oh that's what that's the same thing we did like you know little stuff like that so uh, I just really appreciated the interview and thought um, it was really nice to hear a different perspective and I think what he's doing from uh, a representation standpoint is really good too because he mentioned like being like playing like a gay character and how like a lot of times you know people have like this idea of what that character is and he was like that's not what I'm doing like I'm just playing the character and I think that's important too especially because it's pride month so it was nice hearing that conversation as well and yeah it was just a good it was just it made like I obviously I liked him before that's why I was doing the interview but it's nice when you talk to people and it's like oh you're also humble like you know yeah. so that was cool Yay, yes. that's exciting. Yes, yes. I have to read it. Yes, please let me know. Let me know your feedback. I'm a little nervous because you know you be you be on it. Girl. <laughs> oh. Let's 
this for editor, editor, y'all. But yes, please let me know what you think. <laughs> I will. Yes. I will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that creative crush. No problem. And yeah, you know, we're going to end it right there. Um, we appreciate you listening to us as always. Yeah. And Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, of course, make sure to follow both of us on our social medias. On my Instagram and Twitter, which I'm mostly, like, active on, is at London underscore lately. And I'm Ask Kirby Carol. More active on Instagram as well. Twitter just for, like, award shows and random thoughts. Yeah, just to like and retweet what I see on my timeline. I really don't tweet that much. Me I still love Twitter, though. But yeah. But still, show me some love with the follow. Cause <laughs> exactly. Still follow me. I appreciate it. I may like and retweet your tweets. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. Yes. <laughs>